Hey, this is Carl Bastian from Kidology.org, and you are listening to Kidmin Talk, the 101st episode. Hey, we got a great topic today. It is kids' ministry in a digital age, and that could go a lot of directions, but we're going to focus on keeping kids safe, not only at church, but at home. I've got a great guest today. He's a dad of five and also a pioneer and an innovator in keeping kids safe at church. And so I invited Alex Smith from KidCheck to join me today, not just to talk check-in systems, but to talk about this challenging subject of keeping our kids safe in this uh, risky digital age. So uh, whether you're driving or in the office or at home, it's time to talk Kidman. Hey, Alex, thanks so much for joining me again here on Kidman Talk. It's been a while since we did our last interview. Yeah, it has been a while, but uh, congratulations on 101 episodes. That is really cool. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy, and uh, I'm always so encouraged uh, as I run into people at conferences that let me know that they listen. Uh, now they watch, because now I'm doing this where we kind of do both the audio and the video, and um, so that's fantastic. Thanks, folks, for your encouragement and um, and just always uh, spurring me on to, to keep doing this. Well, hey, we've got a, an important topic today. And I asked Alex to come on. As you know, he's a partner with Kidology. I love promoting what KidCheck does. But I want you to know this isn't just about KidCheck. Maybe you use another check-in system or maybe you can't change because the boss man won't let you. Hey, I've, I've been there and uh, totally understand. But we're going to talk a little broader than that. But then we are going to learn some amazing things that KidCheck is doing um, and how they're innovating uh, the whole area of keeping kids safe at church. But uh, but there's a lot more than just check-in. I mean, that's an essential. If you're not using a secure check-in system, you ought to. Alex would agree with me. We don't care what system you use. Use a system and keep the kids safe um, at church. Um, and so we'll, uh, we'll get into that. But um, it's just a different world today. I mean, communication um, with our volunteers and parents has changed. Um, I remember when we used to do the newsletters, you know, and we would, uh, I remember taping, you know, my clip art and I have, I still have on my shelves clip art books, you know, which I uh, don't get used anymore. I should probably get rid of those. Um, and then, um, but you know, there was one company that provided awesome digital newsletter shells and they went out of business recently. And I think, uh, my heart breaks for them, but I think more and more churches are just not even bothering with that. And as much as I felt bad, I felt worse that I hadn't been a customer for a few years um, because uh, we just don't, people just won't read those newsletters. So, man, we use email, of course. Um, we use a closed Facebook group um, so that we can post updates to parents and volunteers in a way that's safe. They're not worried about pictures of their kids on the Internet. So we police it. And Sorry, Kidology people, you can't join my church's Facebook group. We only let you in if you're a volunteer or a parent at our church. So, um, and then we use text messaging. Um, and there's great apps out there like uh, GroupMe. Um, I think I got that right. Um, for communicating with staff. Um, so many people don't even read their emails. Um, so we have to text them. So today's Friday. I'll be sending out a text message to all of the volunteers for Sunday, just reminding them they're on. We use an online Google document. Um, that everyone can access to remember their assignments and what they're doing and what weeks they're on. And um, that's uh, pretty cool. And a lot of churches I know are developing their own apps even. Um, but I really want to focus in on keeping kids safe 
because this really hits home for me. Um, I've got an 11-year-old, and you've got five kids. What are your kids' ages, Alex? Boy, uh, I have two 15-year-olds. I have a 14-year-old. I have a 12-year-old and an 11-year-old. 11-year-old. So on the bottom end, you're with me. You know, you're at that stage where they're not really, you don't really worry too much about them searching for the nefarious parts of the web, um, but but their online access is increasing. And sure. so it's more the stumbling upon, and then after the stumbling, there could become a curiosity. And um, and kids are savvy today. Your 15-year-olds, are those twins? No, no, actually, yeah, I have a blended family. So Okay, have, uh, okay, so you... My wife and each have a 15-year-old. And actually, you know, to your point, Carl, as they get as, as the kids get older, you know, they, they get more and more reliant on technology and communication with their friends and that kind of thing. And uh, that just leads to so many potential opportunities for... Um, you know, accounts to get hacked or, um, you know, other issues that may pop up. My 15-year-old daughter just went through and she actually volunteered to go shut down all of her uh, social media accounts. She actually had one of her accounts that got hacked and somebody was, uh, wow. was posting, uh, you know, in her on her behalf, I guess, but not with her knowledge. Yeah. And, uh, man, it was, she was really upset about that stuff. And it was, it was, unfortunately, it was one of those things that, that uh, we were kind of like, well, you know, we kind of told you so. You got to be careful with this stuff. Um, but until it happened, you know, then she really believed us and, and uh, started becoming much more uh, aware of sort of the dangers of, of using technology and media. Oh, yeah. And with the cyberbullying that goes on, and there's been such tragic stories in the news where, where those have sometimes taken a, a tragic turn. Um, yeah. It can be fun, though, to post, you know, if I go and someone's, uh, I have a friend that leaves their uh, Facebook open, I've put, uh, once for my youth pastor, I put uh, off to ballerina rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> he had fun with that. Um, nice. And, of course, my wife, I had to post one time this lengthy post about how wonderful her husband was. and um, But nobody fell for it. They all said, uh, it looks like Carl's on the on your Wait, iPhone. You're not signing those calls. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, yeah, it, it's tough. And, um, you know, my son loves YouTube and um, loves watching his, his uh, amazing world of gumball and loves my, uh, Minecraft videos and... Uh, we love Clash Royale, and so they, they've got fun little videos of strategy on there. And uh, I was delighted to find out recently, and I maybe I was late to the party, uh, but YouTube has released a YouTube app for kids called YTTube uh, or YT Kids, YouTube Kids. Um, I highly recommend it. It's free. Uh, Luke was a little nervous because he thought it was going to be all the, the – the screenshots in the app store were all cheesy little kind of preschool looking videos. And um, so he was worried about that. But you can actually set as a parent um, if it's restricted to, you know, those videos or a little broader. And uh, but he has not been in, um, restricted from anything that he enjoys. And so he has not complained. Um, and, and we feel a whole lot better because if he's sitting there watching videos, the related videos are not going to lead him down an alley that we would rather him not um, go down. Um, Netflix, I think a lot of us are Netflix subscribers um, and uh, for a long time, in fact, I emailed them multiple times years ago saying, help me with my kid. I don't want my kid seeing, you know, the first thing recommended movies and history based on my viewing. I'm not watching bad stuff, but I am, I am an adult. I will watch things that, that I don't want my 10-year-old to watch. And uh, they have now released where they have channels. And so um, uh, Luke opens his Netflix and he clicks on his name. It's not password protected. That's my next suggestion to them because he could click on Carl or Sarah and go into our accounts. 
And um, but at least you know he doesn't have any interest in doing that at this point. Um, but I just learned from a parent in my church about a new service called Pure Flix, and it is it is pureflix.com. Uh, I took some notes here. It's uh, $10.99 a month or 99 bucks for the year, and it's all Christian or wholesome movies. And um, I have not tried it out yet. They do offer a free month, so I plan to sign that up. I just learned about it. Um, but they love it, and they said for family movie nights and things, um, they're enjoying that. So uh, so that that's one thing we can do is just watching the content and what they're watching for entertainment. And, Carl, there's actually another uh, product that we use at our house called Plex, which actually works great for the um, the video libraries that you have. So okay. um, if, you have, if you have downloaded content that you've got or even family photos and you know home videos and that kind of thing, Plex is just like Netflix, but you load it on your own computer. Interesting. And, and then you can have password-protected accounts for uh, for the kids so that they can only see the content that you want them to how see. Do you, how do you see. spell that? Uh, it's P-L-E-X, and the website is plex.tv. Okay. Uh, but the really cool feature is that um, if you have friends that also have Plex, they can put their content um, on their, their home computers, and, and then you can share them. You can actually share the content between. So is it being stored in the cloud? or? No, it's actually stored on your, on your local computer, so nothing ever leaves your network. But, um, but when, you go, when I open up my Plex, I can see my, my friend Darren's uh, Plex account and the movies that he's got. So if he just went and re- recently uh, added a new movie or, or whatever... I can go and, uh, and just like go pull it off. And you know, that's fascinating because Luke loves our home movies. He loves yeah. watching videos that we took of him when he was little on the roller coaster at Disneyland. But I'm managing his iPad, and I have to take things off and on. Yeah. And so he'll say, Dad, what happened to my roller coaster movie? Well, you wanted the Scooby-Doo on there. And, and, uh, and he's got a lot of gigabytes on his, on his hand-me-down sure. iPad. Um, but I can actually set up then. Uh, it basically streams it through the Internet from my mm-hmm. computer. And actually, you can you can actually load it on his iPad. So there's an iPad app that you put on there as well that uh, that you can go through and you can say, okay, I want I want these two movies or three movies or however many you want downloaded to the iPad so that when you're you know driving through the middle of uh, you know Nevada yeah, or, or airplane trips, yeah, airplane trip, he can still be watching the movies that you downloaded. And then you get to your location that has internet again. You can say like, okay, delete these and let's add these for the trip back home. And it'll pull. Oh, those back I down love that. Is stuff. there a charge for that? Uh, they do charge for different levels of service. I okay. think the basic one is free. I could be wrong. It's been a while since I've looked at it. but Yeah. Um, but yeah well, I will put that in the show notes, and uh, I will be checking that out myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another cool device is um, Disney did not originate it, but Disney bought into it and has branded it and given it uh, much more exposure, and it's called a Circle. And uh, I, I should have grabbed it, but I think it would kill our Internet connection. Um, <laughs> circle is a little device. It's not square Circle. It's actually square. Um, that's strange. Um, but it's, uh, it's basically, you plug it into your router and the nice thing is it's not a monthly fee. It's 99 bucks to buy the circle device, but then you set up networks in your home. So, you you know, sometimes a filter might be great for the kid, but it hinders uh, the adult doing their work and their research. So I can set up a network for Luke and there's a network for me and my wife. We share the same one. Um, and then we actually set up a network for guests. Um, and, um, and so that way the beauty is you can even set times. So Luke wants to fall asleep watching something in his bedroom, but then I don't want him waking up in the middle of the night and doing YouTube at 2 AM. So I can turn off the internet for him and set what time of day his internet turns on 
and turns off. Um, and of course, choose no explicit content and things like other criteria. Um, and that's been really helpful. Um, another one that I discovered, I was at church one day and one of my kids uh, was mad and I could tell she was upset. So I said, Hey, what's going on? And she's like looking at her phone. She goes, my dad said my apps would be back by nine o'clock this morning and my apps aren't back. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And, uh, she's, well, I got grounded and, and my dad made my apps disappear, but it was supposed to be 24 hours. And I'm going, how does your dad do that? So cool. I asked dad and this, um, service called ourpact.com and it's really designed that you make a pact with your kids and um and so you install the software it's free for one kid i think it's two bucks a month if you've got more kids and then the full all features is five bucks a month but as a parent if you want to ground your kid instead of like deleting that addictive game you can go into your app and it vanishes from the kid's device but it's not really deleted it's hidden you can also, like Luke, I bought him a t-shirt that says one more brick because when he's playing Minecraft and eh, me too, uh, mm-hmm. mom's saying it's bedtime and we just, it's just one more brick, one more brick. And, uh, and so you can actually set, well, you can play Minecraft for an hour a day. And when that hour's up, it, it, it just will not, that app will no longer uh, work. I think um, I need that with uh, three teenagers in the house. I'm going to need that app. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's pretty cool. Um, so have you used anything similar to manage your kids access and time or content? Yeah, absolutely. You yeah, have we, to we use a tool. Um, in fact, we use it here in my office as well as at my house uh, called open DNS. And it's, um, it's actually a pretty large organization that okay. uh, Cisco systems actually purchased, but open DNS, it allows you to go through and you make a couple of changes to your home's uh, Wi-Fi router. And it's, it's really easy to do. Um, and then you have your teenager interface. do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No problem. Yeah. Or you can, you know, I'll have them call one of us up and we'll do it for him. No problem. But, uh, it's, it's very simple to set up and then, um, you log into their interface and then it just gives you categories of content that you want filtered out. Wow. So then you can say, okay, you know, here's the, the 10 categories and they probably have a hundred categories of, of stuff, um, that you can, that you can put in there. Um, but it will, uh, it will just, uh, it won't let any computers on your network access, uh, that content at all. So it is for, so beyond just, you know, the porn and the serious stuff, it breaks it down into maybe even just other subjects that maybe you don't want kids, um, you can can turn off, uh, like, you know, social media, you can turn off, uh, instant messenger uh, traffic. You can turn off like, um, you know, alcohol and guns and firearms and, you know, whatever, whatever the topics are that you don't want to have. Wow. And how much does that cost? It's, it's actually free. Uh, so it's free for a, hey. your first network. Wow. Uh, we have a pretty big office set up here, so we pay for it. But it's um, it's a fantastic service. We've been using it for years. And it really is just sort of a great catch-all um, you know, safety net so that you can take off you know, all the adult sites, get rid of all this stuff. And the nice thing is that even when you're looking at a, a website that may have good content on there, you know, the ads that they run sometimes are very questionable. And so it'll actually even filter out some of those ads sometimes. Nice. And you know, the publisher is. You know, that sounds like something might be wise to have at church because churches yeah. um, will have an open network or even they'll give a password, but, you know, it's for anybody to use. And it right. was kind of funny. I was at church a couple of years ago and I was showing some kids my uh, Minecraft world on my iPad. But because I was on the church's land, you can join other worlds. And so um, there was this other little world, and um, and so I joined it, 
and said, hey, this is Pastor Carl. And I was just a volunteer at this church, but I said, hey, yeah, they knew me as one of their teachers. So okay. I said, hey, this, this is Teacher Carl. And, uh, and so this kid replied back, oh, hi, you know, I'm so-and-so and gave me their name. And I was like, where are you? And she said, oh, I'm, I'm up in class, you know. And, um, and it wasn't even occurring to me because I know I'm a good person and, and, a, and a leader. Um, we had this little chat. And then when I went up there, uh, I could see in the classroom. I, I tracked her all the way to her classroom. She was supposed to be listening to the lesson, but she was on her phone. And then I felt bad because then I got her in trouble because I told the leader, you know, she's doing Minecraft. And and uh, and so later I said that was cool. But it didn't hit me till that afternoon. Okay, obviously I was doing ministry, but any adult could have come in there and said, hey, I got candy in my car in the parking lot or whatever. And that's stereotypical. But they could have had a communication with a kid at church. And I thought, you know, you know, and no one said, hey, Carl, you shouldn't have done that. I think because of who I am and I'm known there, it didn't occur to anyone. But it hit me that if I could do that, mm-hmm. anyone could do that. And obviously the kid would have to be on Minecraft. But there are smart predators. Um, that know how to get to where kids are and interact with kids. So that sounds like something that, man, just have it on the church network um, yeah. could be powerful. Yeah, it's um, and I think because at a church, because we don't know, we haven't known very well how to block just you know the stuff that we don't want. So then we go to the extreme and say we'll block everything except the sites that we know about that we do want to allow yeah. access to. But then the challenge is there's always good content on something that we you know on a different site than we have on our giant exhaustive list of allowed sites. So this particular product really does a good job of uh, filtering out unwanted content, unknown stuff, and still allows access to all the good stuff that's out there. So oh, that, that's great... fantastic. Um, and then, uh, so Meet Circle, um, it, it's meetcircle.com uh, is one option. Our Pact is another. This Open DNS um, is great. You mentioned to me one called PF Sense. Yeah. PF Sense. What what does that one do? And that one's free too. Yeah. So PF Sense. This is actually what we use at my house. Um, it's our it's our firewall that we use at, at the house. So okay. The little boxes that you get, you know, with your DSL line and that kind of stuff. That the typical firewall software that's on there isn't isn't very good or configurable. So if you if you tend to lean more on the geeky side of life, um, PF Sense is a full fledged firewall software. It's free. It's open source. Uh, it it truly is enterprise class, but it gives complete flexibility with however you want to. Um, allow or deny access to your network at home or at the office, for example. So like with my kids, um, you know, we have a policy in my house. We're, we're pretty restrictive in terms of what we allow the kids to have um, in terms of Internet access. And so um, we, we call it we, we kind of think of it as our like keeping honest people honest policy. Um, so we have basically set up hours that kids can use their laptops um, to you know, jump online, do homework, pull down uh, you know, math videos and, and do Khan Academy and all that kind of stuff. And so that they just know, okay, we have access starting at five o'clock till you know, seven o'clock every single night, Monday through Friday. Um, and that's just sort of the open hours. And we use PFSense to basically go through and schedule all those times out, what sites they can get to, um, you know, all of that kind of thing. So just, if you're looking for something more than, um, than just sort of the out of the box options. Um, you know, it sounds like Circle has got some really good options in terms of uh, locking things down. But PFSense is some software you can put on an old PC in your house and just run as a, uh, as a network firewall. Wow. And uh, it is, it's really, really powerful. That's uh, cool. All kinds of and Circle, the $99 device, it's limited to Wi-Fi. 
So a savvy kid, if he's got cellular data, could switch to that. Um, and but they do offer a monthly fee, where then it will do it. You know, no matter how they're on online. Um, right. So it can be a little more overwhelming. Um, these are several options. If if you know of others, those of you listening, um, in the Facebook discussion that'll be linked in the show notes. Um, please do post those links and share those. Um, the, everyone's going to have different degrees of technical savvy, uh, different desires for how restrictive they want to be. Uh, but do something. I mean, uh, I was trying to think of a good analogy. You know, we wouldn't drop our kid off in the middle of a city and say, you know, hey, we'll pick you up at dinner. Go do whatever you want. And, and yet the reality is that world is completely accessible to them. You know, just it, it, on it's, a it device. The wild west. I mean, the, the internet is absolutely the wild west, and the, and the uh, you know the restrictions and the and the policing of that is really far behind compared to what technology and things are out there and available. So, um, you know, so I think it it is absolutely wise and behooves every parent out there to uh, to do something to at least uh, protect your kids on you know digitally at home, uh, yeah. either with uh, you know some site restrictions or content filtering or you know, something. So yeah. yeah. And, and I'm so glad to hear from a dad who's managing this and, um, you know, helps to be a geek, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, there, there are solutions, uh, for those that are intimidated by the technology. Um, it's worth the time. And, you know, uh, if, if you, you know, you offered that they could, you can help them out. Um, you may get hundreds of calls. I don't know. <laughs> um, but they've got to know some geeky person at church to say, Hey, could you help me set this up? Have them watch the podcast. And there's going to be guys or gals. I don't want to be stereotypical. It tends to be us guys that are geeky. My wife told me I'm not allowed to die <laughs> because she wouldn't know what to do. Uh, I helped her through some problems with her iPhone and getting all her pictures off. And there was some technical glitch. She's like, I could not have done what you just did. So you're not allowed to die. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> and, and I said, well, I'm, I'm glad I'm good. For, I'm good. I'm good for something. Um, so those are some options at home. Um, and as a dad, obviously, you, you know about that and you speak to that. And uh, that's a reality for you. Um, but at church, we have some concerns, too. And we talked about maybe that PF Sense uh, would, would work at church yeah, um, when it comes to check in. And obviously, that's your passion. Um, I'm not going to take time to talk about why we ought to have it. Um, I think most of the people watching or listening to this podcast, um, they know that even if they don't currently have a system, they know they should, um, because we want to make sure that the person who drops off the child is the person who picks up the child. Um, and that's why we do tag and they pretty much all work the same in that they print a tag and there's a code. Um, they have to show that code. Um, by the way, if you're struggling with, um, getting your volunteers to understand the seriousness and to follow it. Um, I did just post on Kidology a security video um, that I made for my own volunteers, but I made it generic. I didn't mention the name of my church, and I tried to make it fun. I kind of dressed up like a secret agent, you know, and um, in a computer room. And um, but I but I kind of hit hard, and it's a it's a video that you can send out the link to your volunteers um, to just it just goes through the basic you know never alone rule and some touch rules, and it goes into the importance of the check-in label. And I get pretty blunt about the risk that the church can face from lawsuits or not wanting to be that person who allowed something to happen. And, uh, and I go so far as to say, if you don't follow these, you may be graciously 
and lovingly asked to serve in another ministry of the church. Um, so if, you, if you're wanting something that's got a little bit of a bite and some teeth and maybe nicely scare people into realizing the seriousness, I'd encourage you to check out that link. Um, and I will uh, post that in the show notes as well um, because it's something that just, you're welcome to send that video out and let me be the bad guy. And, um, and I, I'd say require your volunteers um, to all watch it. And uh, that'd be great. Another, uh, another resource to throw out there as well. So, you know, at KidCheck, we're, we do a lot more than just, uh, you know, checking systems. We actually do quite a bit of training. And, okay. uh, and we have an entire, uh, in fact, one of, the, one of the gals on staff here um, has been through uh, quite a bit of uh, online training as well as um, physical site training and does, uh, helps customers or helps churches put together a child protection policy. She's actually oh, fantastic. got a one-hour webinar that she does on specifically on that. Uh, and then she and I do a couple of other webinars on uh, on just you know things to remember and you know keeping your your ministry safe. So tons of resources on our website at kitcheck.com, totally free. You don't have to be a customer. It's just really really good information. Okay. So, if, if so when they go to kitcheck.com, where would they where would they click to access those resources? You know, I I don't know that off the top of my head, but I will I can get you the link and uh, yeah, we'll put you. we'll put that in the show notes. And because uh, we understand and Alex understands sometimes. Uh, you just can't make a change. You've invested in equipment. You've invested yeah. in software. Sometimes it's integrated church-wide with the church database. And you may love KidCheck. You may love another checking company. And the, the boss man's like, no, we're not changing. We went through this process three years ago. Um, I'm in a new church, and uh, I wanted to make a change to KidCheck. And my boss said, every new kid's pastor, the first thing they want to do is change the check-in. And he said, give it a year. And I thought that's totally valid. Oh no, he's going to watch this podcast, but, <laughs> but, uh, that's totally valid, you know, uh, work, work with what you have. Um, but, but that's neat to know that they can still benefit from some training resources, um, from, from kid check, um, Absolutely. as well. I know protect my ministry, um, who we use for background checks. They also provide, some some videos and we require all of our volunteers to watch those they're they're not fancy but they're it actually does track that they go through uh you send them a customizable link they have to watch all these short videos and when they're done they have to answer a little quiz i did miss one question uh my wife got 100 percent um but uh and then it notifies you as an admin which volunteers have watched those videos so that that may be another option out there especially if you're already using protect my ministry um but one of the things um when it comes to check-in that i was excited to learn about from kid check and i'm hoping if my boss if my boss is watching this uh i would love at some point to be able to implement this express check-in that you're doing um there's obviously lots of uh, you don't want to call them competition i guess they are lots of options out there for secure check-in and at a basic they're probably all good um, uh, some of the ones out there, and I'm not going to mention by name because I don't. Um, they're all doing good things, and we're all part of the kingdom. Um, but I am surprised by some that offer a lot less than you guys do, and some even charge more. Um, and so I do want to give you that opportunity to kind of pitch what you do and how you do it. But tell us about this express check-in yeah, because yeah. I'm I like got goosebumps when you were telling me about this uh, <laughs> previously. And um, and I'm I'm just chomping at the bit to uh, focus on the other areas I need to focus on. But man, my my uh, uh, unabashed goal is to have this at my church, and because um, it sounds fascinating and it fits with um, this digital age. I mean, we're ministering to parents and we're trying to communicate the way they 
receive things with texts and everything. Um, they've all got smartphones now. And the biggest frustration of check-in systems, and the one I'm currently using uh, has got its headaches, and that's why I won't say by name because I don't want to disparage uh, any company out there that's doing their best and trying hard. Um, but man, the lines um, and the problems with the computers and getting the, the stickers to print correctly and all that. And so, uh, man, it sounds like Christmas, this express check-in. So tell yeah. us about it. You know, we, this is actually an idea we had a couple of years ago. And I think one of the challenges that um, the most churches have with check-in is that, uh, you know, children's ministry pa pastors and, and Kidman folks, you know, they sign up to minister because they love kids, not because they want to be IT people. They don't want to manage systems. They don't, you know, it's, that's, that's the stuff that I love to do. That's not the stuff they love to do. Yeah. So, um, you know, one of the things that we, an idea that we came across was, you know, how can we leverage the phone, the, the, you know, it's basically a supercomputer in your own pocket. There you go. This is more technological than, than the spaceship that landed on the moon. Yeah. By a long shot, by a long shot. <laughs> And so, you know, how do we leverage that technology and the internet connection that those phones have, which uh, I think the statistic that I saw last was that under, uh, for people under 30, 98% of the population in the United States have a smartphone. Wow. So it's, it's almost, you know, totally across the board. So we built this express check-in idea with, uh, with the idea that, you know, we can load an app on the phone and allow a parent to check in when they're at home. Or when they're in the car on the way, well, not driving, hopefully, but in the car, you know. <laughs> the like the, the, the spouse who's not driving can do it. Right, right. Or the kid that's in the back seat. Oh, you know, they, man. They can check themselves in. And so we made this app that is very, very simple. They can they can go ahead and check in without uh, any issue. And then uh, the phone detects automatically when they get to church. When they uh, We have a little device. So I check in, and I yeah. say, Luke's, Luke's coming to church today. He's going yeah. to the fourth and fifth grade class. And then, and then it pauses the process. Yeah. And then when I walk yeah. up to the check-in, what what happens on my phone? Yeah. So it uh, it 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 will save the check-in, and then it just starts searching for our Print Hub Express, which is a little box about that big. In fact, I have one on the other side of the room. I can grab if you want to see it. But um, but basically, once your once your phone is within about thirty feet of that box, uh, the phone will actually uh, enable a button that just says complete check-in, and you push that button. And then it'll just give you a list of, of printers that uh, that your phone can see nearby. And you can just say, like, oh, yeah, printer six. You push the button, and it just spits labels off of printer six. So wow. So I would basically church. look for the shortest line or the printer that has no one by it, walk up and go right. printer six and print that tag. It's it's actually um, – and, and the amount of data that we're sending back and forth is just so small that uh, the labels come off almost instantaneously. So – the there's actually not even a need for a computer except for maybe new visitors that come in, um, but you can eliminate computers completely. You just have these little boxes around, and uh, and it's actually so fast that you don't have to even break stride as a parent. You can come by, hit the button, the labels come off, you tear them off, and you just keep going to class. Wow. So it's um, it just it has been, um, you know, there's like evolutionary ideas in a product's life. This is really a revolutionary idea because there's nothing for the church to maintain. It just is, uh, it's just fast and easy. Wow, and, and, and one thing I want to make sure people know, um, because I fit in this category myself, is our church uses a database system. It's one that's church-wide, so it's used for finances. The staff uses it for communication. And so changing databases isn't even an option for me. Sure. But what I've been excited about you guys innovating is, uh, and I asked you before, like, can I even say this? You know, Because uh, this is something that's relatively new. 
uh, but you've created, um, a, I was going to say API, but that's geeky. You've created uh, technical plugins for many of the popular databases out there. So, um, so, so you may not have to give up uh, the database system your church uses. You can have KidCheck be the what the parents see and experience, mm-hmm. and then and then KidCheck will interface with the church's database, right. so that you can use KidCheck without having to ask your pastor and leadership and other ministries to completely do a churchwide change. What are some of the companies um, that you are able to interface with? Uh, well, as of right now, we have uh, five different companies that we uh, that we interface with. Um, so, and there's some of the some of the bigger ones that are out there, like uh, CCB, um, and then even down on the, on the legacy side with uh, with customers that are using uh, systems like Church Windows, uh, as well as uh, Breeze CHMS, and then there's a couple of others that uh, that we integrate with as well. And the idea being that um, you know a lot of church database companies want to talk about having a single single database architecture and, and sort of the value to an organization around that. And the challenge is that check-in is often one of those plug-in um, yeah. features that really isn't isn't uh, fully developed. And so it's it's sort of good enough. And, uh, and the idea that we had was like, well, you know, if a customer really wants true security and true best of breed uh, when it comes to check-in and still maintain that single database, um, our system will plug into those databases and just pass all that information back. And well, forth. it's so important because I know... Uh, at the last ministry I was at, and you know which company it was, um, mm-hmm. which I don't want to say, uh, if, if a parent lost their ticket, they could go up to a check-in station, enter the child's name, and hit reprint. And right. I was pulling my hair out going, Are you, why even have a check-in system? Because yeah. your nefarious character could walk up, type in Luke Bastion, print a tag, and show up and say, oh, uh, uh, Sarah got tied up and she asked me to come you know, get the kid. And, um, and, and I was, I was like, we might as well just say, Hey, just go grab your kids and let's prevent, save the lines and all the hassle because that, that is no security system. Um, I did learn that it was because initially we had the admin set up, um, on all the devices. And, um, and so there was a way to correct that. Um, but, but it wasn't obvious. And, um, and you mentioned, I think through me that some, you can go up and enter a name and get all the personal information gets displayed um and and that can be certainly at risk so um i love that if if um and i totally get that the boss wants one system across the board worships using it finance and moving finance from one system to another (laughs) i mean you might you could probably get a fourth person added to the trinity more easily than ask the finance committee to switch software i mean that's just a daunting task but they can basically use kid check on top of that. And so yeah. when a parent does their thing, it's, if they update their phone number or their address, it's going to basically tell the database. And in fact, even when they initially sign up, I think it pulls their info from the database. So that's yeah. fantastic. I mean, check, they type in their phone number at the check-in station. It'll just go and check your church management system and pull that uh, information straight across. And, and keep it updated. Because right. I do agree that you don't want to have a kid's ministry because if a family moves – you don't want to have to update it in two places. Um, right. So that's fan. Do you mind grabbing that little device yeah, let and let, let us see what that is? Because I think this is uh, really revolutionary because every family, they've got the smartphones. Um, and you joked about the kids checking in, but we have kids walking up to the computer and doing check-in. I have kind of asked them to uh, 
not just send their kid to check in. Because <laughs> I say, they're really not our responsibility till you give them to us. I don't, I had to talk to one dad because he would just send his kids, they would do the whole check in. And I said, you know, what happens when, you, when your daughter's not there at pickup and you say, well, I sent her to the check in? I'm like, they're, they're our responsibility once you're there and hand them over. But if the parent's standing there or in the car, kids kids love doing this stuff. Sure. That'd sure, be absolutely. fantastic. Absolutely. So this is this is what the uh, <clears throat> excuse me, what the little box looks like. This oh my goodness. Express. That looks like an Apple TV. Yeah, so you, you can uh, it has, actually you can um, talk to your network wirelessly or you can plug it straight into a, a network port. And then off the back of the box you can actually plug up to four printers into it directly. And then you can also get um, uh, USB hubs, and you can print a maximum of 128 printers on one little box. Okay, so you're not limited to the four. You just stick a hub yeah. in there. Yeah, you can just keep going if you want. So, but the idea is that uh, you know you can use uh, one or more of these to kind of spread your printers out over the building, put some by the doors, or you know wherever it makes sense. And then as parents are coming in, as soon as you're within range, it'll just let you know, and you go, oh yeah, this is this is the one I want to go print to. That's awesome. So. Really what do you do with the uh, with the visitor then? That where you have just one iPad with the kid check software on there yep. to check in, and then yep. next week you would you would tell them uh, yep. download the phone, or would you have them download the app and register right in the app? You know, either either way. So um, you I mean, could li you could literally have no iPads and no computers if you wanted. You really could. You really could. As a as a, as a parent would go through and download the app, you know, and then just proceed to uh, to do check in at that point. Um, you know, having an iPad there is nice because then you can interface with the person and, and kind of give them some instruction. You can help them set up their account, get them in the right places, and then just hey, go go put the app on your phone, and then next week you can kind of just do what all these other folks are doing and and uh, and go do express check-in. So wow, it's uh, it's pretty awesome. Well, the the express check-in is amazing, um, and I know nobody else is doing it like this, um, if if at all. Um, but you guys also have just so many other features. I mean, the reporting is amazing. Uh, the text messaging, um, of course, the tags have not only the number and allergies, but I love the little symbol you have on there that can just make, it's kind of a, a quick, you can kind of, you should still check the number, but sure. how many of those symbols is there, like 150? There's, there's, there's actually 50 okay. um, that, are, that are randomly printed on there. And that, the idea was like, you know, if you have a somebody like your security team that's doing checkout and they're just... Like they're starting to see numbers in their brains because they're checking so many security tags as they come through. It's just another really quick way to double check that. Um, you know, hey, if they all have little elephants on there or little beach balls or whatever, then you kind of know, oh, yeah, okay, that's this all. Yeah, or immediately you know they don't match before yes. you even get into the number. Um, so, so that's really cool. Uh, what are some of the other features of KidCheck that, that people just love? You know, the, the new one, uh, or the, one of the features that we get a lot of great feedback on is our mobile um, admin console. So an administrator, a um, you know, teacher, whoever, can put the, uh, the admin app on their cell phone and get a complete running roster of everybody that's in their classroom. And then if, uh, if somebody needs to uh, call a child out of a classroom and to bring them back up or, you know, uh, communicate that with a parent, when the parent gets to the counter to pick up their child, an administrator just looks on their phone, just selects the child's name and says call, and then dings on the uh, teacher's phone as well. Nice. Like, oh, I got to send you know Sally up to meet her parents. Okay. You know, at, at my last church, um, we had a big Wednesday night program, and pickup took forever. So mm -hmm. we did um, what we called a valet service. We had a line. Parents would bring their tag, and we had runners that would run and find the kids. Yeah. 
and bring them to because we did we just couldn't let all these parents come into the room it was right. not only congestion but security um but this would have solved that because they would have just come up and we would have just called it and then that small group would have said okay andy you can go or luke or whatever yeah. wow, that, when that, the child is actually on the way to um to go back up to the front to meet their parents the teacher actually can acknowledge the call and it will it will switch the, uh, the phone or the device that the administrator up front is looking at so they know okay you know andy's on his way and i just you know they know exactly and that's a way to also the teacher doesn't leave until they know they have checked out so it's really a checkout system yeah. which yeah. a lot of times uh, the checkout system is when you're out of kids you're done um <laughs> but that would be nice because you might go oh where, where's billy and he had wandered over to the bounce house or something right. and um and the leader might have left and then the parent might have showed up and said where's my kid and and right. that leader then would know boy i'm not done until i check all these kids out i like that and then i think i remember that from the admin council you could authorize reprinting of a tag as well because that's a pain because you have to say well you need to go back to check in and and all that and so they're um they're able to see isn't it the yeah, picture okay. of the of the authorized user mm -hmm. um we had a lady at my church um and i'm embarrassed to tell the story but i probably because i'm not alone but we had a newcomer to our church and she noticed um when i was newer there that her son they weren't asking for the tag and um and so she was concerned and so a couple of weeks later her brother was in town and and uh, she thought okay nobody knows my brother um, so I'm just going to see if he can pick up our son. So she sent him and he went in and he was able to say, I want that kid. And the volunteer said, okay. And of course the kid went, Hey, you know, the kid showed recognition, uh, in the volunteers defense. Um, but then she came to me and said, look, a strange man, sorry to call my brother that was able to pick up my son and she wasn't happy and rightfully so. And, uh, so I thanked her. In fact, the video that I produced was in response to that incident. Um, because I wanted to really let our volunteers know, look, this cannot happen ever. You know, yeah. there needs to be no exceptions. But with that administrator app, if that lady's brother had come to town, she could have actually taken a picture of him, mm -hmm. added him as an authorized user. Yeah. And, and, um, and so even if the tag was lost, the administ, you know, the, the, the early childhood director could have said, okay, do they scan the kid's tag? Yeah, they, you can. If, uh, if, if a church decides they want to do uh, you know, the full checkout process, they can scan uh, the, the actual name tags. So, so they could scan they the name tag, that picture would come up, and then they would say, you can go. So, right. so I mean, you guys are just loaded with um, amazing, you know, you've really yeah. thought through what could go wrong. One of the other things that that's really makes Kitchak really unique. If I, I just want to add one more thing on there, is that a lot of people don't don't uh, don't know that Kitchak actually has. We have a commercial side of our business as well that um, Kitchak is in daycares and gyms and uh, a lot of other non-church uh, locations, and that parents' accounts actually um, can <clears throat> can follow them through all those different uh, types of facilities. So, for example, if you have a visitor that comes to church and they they put in their Kitchak information and create an account. Then later that week, they go to their gym and check their child into uh, the, the children's area at the gym. 
um, and they say, oh, my phone number's wrong, and they update it at the gym, the church gets that, that change instantly as well. Nice. So all that information is synchronized because we know that, that again, children's ministry uh, pastors and, and kidmen folk don't want to be IT administrators. You don't want to be chasing people down and trying to update data information. Yeah. Uh, it, as, as parents use the system, the information is just naturally. Well, uh, and I would think even a guest, if they already had a kid check, check-in system somewhere else and they mm-hmm. come, their job's easy. And they're, yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny. Like um, I use the Square app for... Mm-hmm processing sales at conventions and things. And a lot of times my customers, when we swipe their credit card, their name and email, it already comes up. And right. sometimes they're like, how'd you have that information? I say, no, I didn't have it. Square had it. You must have used Square somewhere else. But right. they go, oh. And they kind of like that they didn't have to type in their email and right. type. It was, you know, um, but it wasn't that we had their data. Their data is secure as part of the Square software um so i think there could be the same effect where someone comes and the fact that it's ironic it used to be if the church endorses something then you know other but now it's almost like oh well we use this at the gym so uh (laughs) it must be good uh i'm glad to see the church uses it also so um um that that, that's really cool so um well hey uh there's a lot that people have to process and digest uh things to do at home um, I will update the show notes with uh, all these different options. Again, if, if there's something you're aware of, share it um, because this is this is an important arena of life, both home and church. And if Kid Chicks got you curious about this express check-in, all the things they do, um, they will do a free demo. Um, they'll schedule that. And I tell you what, when I did that free demo uh, at my last ministry, uh, my admin who ran it all, uh, Darren was our... Uh, guy that was doing the demo with us Um, he's fantastic i know you've got other staff too and she was just like a little girl at christmas day it does that it does that it does that and um and so um it it it, you'll just you'll do that so um so any final uh final words final final plug any what what you guys can do for folks yeah no i just you know we have a, a lot of resources available on our website um, so, you know, even if you're not a KidCheck customer, not interested in using anything KidCheck related, um, I'll definitely make sure to get you the link to that section, but uh, you can just check it out at KidCheck.com. And uh, just, you know, it's, the security in children's ministry is just absolutely paramount. So it's it really, is. really important uh, to us to make sure that that uh, as, a, as somebody in Kidman that you, um, that you have all the information and resources available that you possibly can. So, um, you know, and, and very few of the resources even mention KidCheck. It's really just about trying to make sure you guys have as much information and much, as many good ideas as possible uh, to making sure that you're doing what you can to keep kids safe. Well, thank you. You know, like you said, children's workers don't go into kids' ministry to run computers and to become IT people. And so I'm very thankful for people like you who saw this need, took your own expertise as a programmer, created this. But I love that uh, you keep innovating and you keep making it better. It makes me so curious what you're going to have a year or two years from now because uh, you've never settled. And uh, so thank you so much. Uh, KidCheck.com. And remember, if you're a Kidology member, you get a discount on KidCheck for the first year. So uh, be sure to go to Kidology.org slash KidCheck. Uh, There's information there as well. But whether you go through us or go direct or whoever you use, Thanks, everybody, for keeping our kids safe. Until next time.